Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between and beyond, welcome to another episode of Dr. Fix Me. I am your host, Dr. Elias Fix Me. And if this is your first time joining the show, welcome. We really appreciate you being here. And uh, for the rest of you fixer-uppers, you know how this intro goes. All I'm trying to do is help this world out one person, one issue at a time. Which is why I have a doctorate in radio and television broadcasting, with a specialization in tabloid talk shows. And you, you might wonder, well, why, why would anyone get a doctorate uh, in, in tabloid talk shows? Why would a, someone want to pursue that? Well, that's because my heroes growing up were the likes of uh, Jerry Springer and, and Maury Povich. Uh, also, Sally, Jesse Raphael. We've got uh, Ricky Lake. We've got uh, Dr. Phil, Dr. Oz, Montel Williams, uh, uh, Tyra Banks, even Oprah, because they spent their careers helping people. And each new episode, or each episode of their shows, they would transform the lives of someone new. And I thought to myself, well, why can't I do that? Why can't I improve the lives of others? So that's why I have a podcast and the power of the internet, which gives me access to people all over the world to learn who they are, what issues they face, and how I may be able to help them. Now, on today's episode, my producers have connected me with a... Looks like we have a Blake Hanny, and is this true? Yes, my, my producers are telling me that Blake is desperate. So, well, a desperate situation. I'm, they must be desperate if, if they've come to my show. Usually people, you know, they've exhausted all other avenues, and I'm their last hope. So I wonder if this is a similar situation. So without any further ado, I'd like to welcome our first guest, Blake Hanny, onto Dr. Fix Me. Hello, Blake. Hey, Dr. Fix Me. Hi. Hi, Blake. Oh, you sound a little out of breath. Are, are you okay? I'm fine. How are you? I, I'm I'm great. I'm great. Uh, so Blake, uh, tell me what uh, what are you facing right now? What what brings you to the show? Well, Doctor, you see, ten years ago I was in college, and I did a study abroad program in Paris, and I met this beautiful girl named Amelie, and we had. A little something something, and then I had to leave, and I just, I can't stop thinking about her lately, and I'm lonely, I'm a software developer, Oh, okay. so I'm just coding every day, thinking uh, about my Amelie. Blake, you seem a little out of breath, are you alright? I'm fine. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you were winded of having just to exercise deeply just, or something. I'm coding. Oh, is coding an exhausting endeavor? Yeah. Okay. I'm making my own programming language. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, like uh, I I I remember when uh when I was in, in high school, I had to dabble in a bit of QBasic or even C plus plus. Are you saying that you're inventing a a whole new computer language? Yeah. It's oh. called SNCC. SNCC. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there like a wasn't there something on like Nickelodeon? Wasn't there like a snick uh, like a like a, a, a No, 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 no. Spelled S N E K. Oh, okay. No, so not snack? No. Oh, okay. Snick but with an e. Okay, all right. Uh-huh. All right. That's that's exciting. So you're you're coding, you're 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 working on this new software, this new computer language, but it sounds like you're you're hung up on this this Amelie, Amelie that you met in Paris yeah. over 10 years ago? I just find myself typing in A-M-E-L-I-E dot E-X-E in my coding over and over. I just can't... I gotta find her. Oh, okay. Well, uh, tell, why, why are you so hung up on this Amelie? What effect did this, this person have on you? Tell me, like, tell me about the time that you met Amelie. Okay, 
So I was taking one of those pictures in front of the Eiffel Tower where it looks like you're pushing it or like it's falling on you. Oh, okay. I see. Like a, a like a depth perception uh, trickery thing where you're in front of the Eiffel Tower, but since it's fo- so far behind you, I, I, I think I know what you're doing. It's kind of like an illusion. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I invented that. You invented that that type of yeah. photography? Everyone started copying me after that. Oh, because I've seen versions of that where people are trying to like help stand up the the, the leaning tower of Pisa in Italy, or or they're or they're like they've got Mount Rushmore, but they're like pinching the oh, head yeah. with their. You you invented no, that? I invented it. Oh wow, that's fantastic. Okay, so you were you, you your style has been copied and emulated by by many throughout history. Yeah, even oh. though the, the Eiffel Tower is not really leaning at all, I just thought it could be falling anyway i was standing there doing that when amelie just bumped into me she's playing frisbee and i turned to her and she has the most green beautiful eyes and i leaned in to kiss her and she pushed me away and was like who the fuck are you oh what you 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 went for the kiss that quickly i had to i don't did you have to yeah. I mean that so like so I mean so you, you let me walk me through this you you meet a girl she bumps into you you see how green her eyes are and you're so mesmerized that you lean in for a kiss immediately Yeah like an anime I don't watch much anime so I don't know how that plays out but you you were just so stunned that you went for it I mean why not just like say hi why not just uh, like ask her her name like, well how did you even get to know her name Well I did say hi Oh okay after she Push me to the ground. She's stronger than me. Oh. It's, she's beautiful. Um, and I said, oh, I'm sorry. Hi, I'm Blake. What's your name? And so after said, she pushed you to the ground, uh, she, then you introduced yourself. So you yeah. were basically trying a different tactic. Like, okay, the kiss didn't work. Hi, my name is Blake. Yeah, just wow. like coding. Just like coding? Code doesn't work. I try another code. Okay, I see. I don't know much about coding, but I'll have to take your word for it there, Blake. Now, uh, okay, so you, you, what happened from there was, uh, it sounds like, I mean, if you're, you, you mentioned like coding and you're hung up on this, Amelie, how long, where did this relationship go? I gotta ask, I gotta know. Well, she was actually kind of flattered after that, because then I used my charm and charisma to talk to her, and... Is this the same charm and charisma that inspired you to kiss her within a moment of meeting her? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. You know, you try one game that doesn't work, you try another game, Dr. Fix Me. And this game worked, because we went and ate a baguette together, and then we saw a Parisian play, and then I took her home, and I had to leave the next day on a plane to USC. So, Oh, so you took her to her home. God. Yeah, I had okay. rented. I had rented a um, what are those? Uh, the small cars. Oh, I'm blanking like a, right now. Like a Fiat. Yeah, a Fiat. And I, cause I just wanted to get into the vibes of Europe, you know. Oh, okay. And so, anyway, I went back to USC and I earned my computer science degree, and I work for Twitter now. But I'm so lonely. I want to see her again. Oh. Wow. So you're basically, Blake, you're hung up on a woman. You're desperate for a woman that you met uh, over 10 years ago for only one day? If you could meet her, 
You know what I was talking about. I mean, that is some infatuation. Uh, well, Blake, I'm, I, I, I want to get a better um, understanding of, of where you're coming from, Blake. Has this um, connection ever happened before? Have you ever felt this way for anyone else in your life? No. Wow. I want to say yes, but no. Wow. So j- just this one time, you've never been so mesmerized I- in your life that it, it was it was so overwhelming that you had to kiss this person immediately upon seeing them. Not even really meeting them. You didn't even know who this person was. You were just you were just taken in by their the green of their eyes, and then you had to kiss them. Yeah, I'm wow. still a virgin. Oh, Blake! Wow. Okay. Yeah, but it sounds I'm like getting... you've got a lot going for yourself. You're a software developer for uh, Twitter, mm-hmm. and you're creating your own uh, computer language snack. But you said mm-hmm. you're still a virgin. Uh, how do you? F- I mean, I guess since you mentioned it, I guess we could talk about it. How do you feel about still being a virgin? You know, my mom always said that I would meet the right one at the right time, and. I'm just banking on that. I'm not going to be hard on myself. All right. I but see. I'm so horny. Right. So, I, yeah, I, I, I would know. imagine. Well, I would imagine uh, 10 you years. You get I've... horny? Are you horny? Well, I'm, I'm human. I think we all have sexual desires. Uh, but yeah, yeah. But, uh, Blake, uh, look, I, I want to help you out. Uh, and, and, Thank but you I, so I, much. But I, I feel like your, your issues are maybe, if I may be so bold, Blake, I feel like your issues are a bit deeper than... That they might not be solved by this this one person. I feel like, I mean, what are you, what are you expecting from me? Are you are you are you are you trying to like turn me into a cupid? I, I'm what I'm worried is that you're gonna ask me to connect you with with this Amelie and that you're I just am definitely to, asking you for a reconnection. So you, you're just trying to hook up with with Amelie? Yeah. Okay. Well, well, walk me through it. Let's say let's. Let's talk hypothetically. Let's say I bring Emily on the show. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this, uh, how familiar you are with the show, but my producers do have a knack for connecting people. Uh, now, I if love I love your show. Oh, you do? So you're aware. Okay. Well, yeah. if I bring Amelie, what's the best case scenario? Let's say everything goes according to plan. It goes even better than you plan. What's the best case scenario for you, Blake, where everyone says yes to you? I imagine that she'll hear my voice and remember all of the love we shared when we shared a baguette together, we ate each side like Lady in the Tramp style. Oh, sure. She's sure. gonna remember that connection. Well, now in Lady in the Tramp, they they ate uh, both sides of a uh, piece of spaghetti and they ended up kissing. Did that happen for you and Amelie? Did you did you kiss Amelie? I tried. Oh, I you tried, tried. It. second for attempt, the second time. But she, again, she coiled away in disgust. Oh, a disgust! Whoa, you didn't take that as a as a, a hint that maybe she's not that into you. I just move too fast. She likes it slow. I see. So. I see. Okay. But anyway, she's gonna remember that connection, and she's gonna be like, uh, "I'll move to the U.S. for you, or come oh. move to wherever I don't know where she is now. I'll okay. go there." Blake, I, I, I want to keep your expectations at a reasonable level. Now, what, what you're asking is a lot of the show. Now, I, I, I have the capacity. My producers should be able to connect you with Amelie, but I don't want you to believe that just because you're connected with Amelie that she's going to all of a sudden fly all the way from wherever she is, uh, potentially uh, Paris, to where you are. I imagine you're still in California, the USC area? No, I live oh. in Billings, Montana. Oh, Montana. Okay. 
Wow. Yeah. For a software developer, what, what drew you to Billings, Montana? I just got to... It's a low cost of living with a high cost of living salary. Oh, I see. Okay. And of course, being from Twitter or working with Twitter, you can just work from home. Yeah. Oh, of course. Okay. Well, I guess that makes sense. Wow. So, uh, Blake, I've got good news for you. My producers yeah. have connected the show uh, with with Amelie. They have Amelie here. Yeah. Now, if you if you'll hold just a moment, I'll, oh I'll want to bring yeah. Amelie in. But okay. I, I okay. again, I gotta remind you that just because I bring on Amelie does not mean that this is going to go the way that you've hoped. Okay, just I want you to brace yourself for. Okay, I, all I can do is connect you two, but I I can't control where it goes from there. So if you'll hold on just a moment, Blake, I'd like to bring on our second guest. Looks like we have Amelie on the line. Welcome, Amelie, to Doctor Fix Me. Uh, bonjour, this is Amelie from Paris. Oh, hi, Amelie. Welcome to Dr. Fix Me. Uh, are you familiar with the show? Uh, no, we do not get this show in France. Oh, you uh, don't? But I was told that I needed to uh, come on and talk with you today because uh, your producers told me that you had somebody here that was very, very important. Yes. So, uh, Amelie, I don't know if you can see on the, the Zoom screen here, but we're, we're sharing a screen here with Blake. Uh, Hanny, do you uh, uh, remember Blake uh, from, let's say, oh, 10 years ago, one night in Paris? Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. This, this man, oh, no. This is the man who stalked me in Paris for one whole day. And oh, it freaked goodness. me out and I have not forgotten it. Oh, you haven't? Okay, well, at first you're saying no. I thought you meant no as in you don't recognize, but this is a no as, as in you definitely recognize Blake and you're, you're, it almost sounds like you're fearful of Blake. We, oui. oui. uh, Well, uh, 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 Blake, I know you're chomping at the bit to, to get in here, but I got to ask uh, Amelie. Amelie, tell me about your connection to Blake. How Blake told me about how you two met, that he tried to kiss you. What, 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 I want to hear from your perspective. What, what happened on that fateful day 10 years ago? Okay, 10 years ago, I was out with my friends in front of the Eiffel Tower, as we Parisians do. Uh, we were playing Frisbee. You oh, know, the game yes. Frisbee, where you, f you throw the Frisbee to your friend and you catch it. Yes, of course. That is what we were doing. It's a very Parisian game. I'm sure oh. you Americans are not familiar, but it is a very, very fun game. I've heard of it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah. No one likes a show off. Okay. Anyway, so we were playing out in front of the Eiffel Tower. Next thing I know, I I am trying to catch the frisbee. I trip, I fall, and I bump into this man. He look at me, and then he immediately take his mouth, and he put it all over my face. So he did kiss you? He tried what I would describe as eating my entire face. Oh my goodness. That's like some sort of a attack. So wh what did you do, Amelie? I, I yelled for help. I, I pushed him away very, very forcefully. Uh, I, I, I leave the frisbee. I say, I don't even want it. I can't even play this game anymore. I need to get out of here. And I think to myself, where should I go? I know. Let me just go to the cafe. I will get a baguette. It will be okay. I will just get a baguette at the cafe. Next thing you know, I am sitting at the cafe. I have got a baguette on my plate. I look over my shoulder and there is this man 12 paces away and he is staring at me. Oh my goodness. So he's staring at you. Now, he told me that that, that uh, he, he uh, as soon as you pushed him away the, the first 
after the first uh, kiss attempt that that he got your name somehow. I, I'm curious to know how 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 was it that you were able to give him your name? Uh, because my friends shouted out, "Amelie, are you all right? That man tried to eat your face." Oh, I see. He didn't get it from you. He got oh indirectly. He got your name. Oh, I see. Oui, oui. Wow. So, Amelie, tell me about this, the baguette situation, because uh, from what I understand, Blake said that you two shared a baguette? No, I had a baguette on my plate. I look over my shoulder. He is 12 paces away, staring at me. It starts to creep me out, so I go to reach down to uh, go in my purse, take out my phone and call for help. And next thing I know, I pull up. He is right there at my plate, eating the other end of my baguette and sniffing it. He is sniffing the entire baguette. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, uh, Blake, I, I, I wanted to... I, I told you I could connect you with Amelie, but I, I, like I said, I don't think this is going to go the way that you had hoped. Uh, but I, I guess while you're here, you guys might as well uh, talk to one another. Blake, you have the floor. Here's Amelie. Amelie! It's me, Blake! Oh, that voice, that voice, it haunts. You notice it too? Yes, he breathes with his mouth very open. He At does. first I thought, is this an American thing? But I think, no, it is just this man. I'm, only, I'm just out of breath from coding. I was coding when I was in France. <laughs> and I'm still coding. I'm a provider. You're a I provider of code? I'm a, I'm a provider of code. I'm a provider to a beautiful woman such as you, Amelie. You smell so good. You smell like baguettes. Kiss me. Kiss me right now. Oh, uh, for the listener, uh, Blake is putting his mouth over the camera. Blake, I, 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 I don't think that's going to work. Blake, no, please stop. Please, please stop. I, I don't know if you can tell, but Amelie is clearly disgusted. She's pushing She's pushing her own camera away. Uh, uh. Uh, Amelie, I'm I'm so sorry. I feel like I've I've put you in a very uncomfortable position. I I I I, I I'm sorry for if I've made you if I've offended you or made you uncomfortable with this uh, by by retriggering you with with Blake's presence here. It it is a little retriggering, but uh, I will forgive it. Um, oh, you will forgive it. I, I will forgive you. It's Oh I, well, thank you. My I, I, my I... brain is is I'm all mixed up right now. I cannot think straight. I have lots of fear racing through my body. At any minute, I am prepared to run as fast as I can out oh, of the door. Wow. Into my arms. No, well, no, well, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Blake, are you hearing any of this? Do you understand? Are, are you not reading the situation? Like, re- read the room here. Amelie doesn't want to have anything to do with you. She was terrified when she met you. She was freaked out both times that you tried to kiss her. No. Uh, Dr. Fix Me, are you married? Yes, I'm married. And did your wife... When she was your girlfriend, did your ex-girlfriend, your wife, constantly say no, 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 until she finally said yes? Because that's what women do. How do you know what women do? You're, uh, I mean, you, you're a self-confessed virgin. virgin. Whoa. You, you... What? We all love at our own pace. Yeah, but uh, you got okay. You know what? I, I feel like I'm not. I need to get through to you, Blake, and I feel like I, I, that's not working. And and I'm, I think this episode has only served to terrify Amelie. I'm so sorry, Amelie. But you know what? I, I feel like right now we need to take a pause. And, and Blake, I feel like you need to take a moment to, to one breathe properly, to reflect on what you've said and how you, the effect that you're having on Amelie. You can see she she's trembling with fear. 
So let's take a moment to pause so that we can hear a word from our sponsor. As we all know, this is this is showbiz after all, and the business part of this show is hearing a live read of one of our local sponsors. And 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 we 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 get sponsors all over the world. We get local. We get we get, we even get global sponsors. We get uh, sponsors who are just selling a service. Sponsors who are spell, selling a a product. Even sponsors who sell both. And um, today's show, or today's sponsor, my producers have connected me with Trevor's Treasures. So welcome, Trevor's Trevor's Treasures. Oh, that's kind of a mouthful. Welcome, Trevor's Treasures, to Doctor Fix Me. Hey, Doctor Fix Me. My name is Trevor, and um, I'm here to sell my wares. I want to make people aware uh, that I'm selling uh, wares. My name's Trevor, and I got lots of treasures uh, for sale. Oh, that's fantastic! That almost sounds like you're uh, advertising a type of um, like cyber garage sale. Uh, no, it's uh, only located in the, the physical space. I got a, a little push cart, and I sell uh, priceless merchandise to uh, unsuspecting tourists around lots of landmarks around the world. Uh, I've I recently found myself in Europe, and I've been stationed in France. And uh, you can uh, you can find me selling priceless treasures uh, of the history of France uh, underneath the Eiffel Tower. Oh, so so you've been abroad, uh, where, around the world. May I ask, Trevor, where are you located now? Uh, I'm. I've got one day till I leave Paris, uh, and then I'm headed for Dayton, Ohio, uh, oh. and then I'll be in Milan after that. Wow! So from 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 Paris to Dayton, Ohio to Milan, Italy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, sell- wow. I'm selling lots of tre- uh, you know treasures and uh, rare stuff that the public just can't normally get their hands on. Wow, yeah, this must be some unique treasures that you're able to, to sell that affords you uh, travel all over the world. Can I get an idea of uh, what, what kind of wares you're peddling? Oh, yeah, in my cart underneath the Eiffel Tower, you, we got uh, we got glow noodles, and we got little uh, bubblers for the kids, and we got, uh, you know, foam swords. Um, there's a, I make a Spider-Man mask for you. Uh, we got uh, little uh, blow-up boppers, uh, you know, the kids bash each other with them, and... Uh, just stuff you you can't really find anywhere else in the world. Well, I, I don't know if that's true, Trevor. Everything you've described to me, I feel like I could get at any carnival or or, or fair. Like the the glow noodles you said, like that's like basically flexible glow sticks. You have to crack them to for them to illuminate. Is that is Look, that right? If someone else is selling my inventions, I need to I need you to let me know because I came up with the glow noodles and the bubblers and the little plastic spinners, Doctor Fix Me. Well, I. I was curious. I mean, I'm curious to know, uh, Trevor. These these trinkets. I mean, I've seen them sold for not. It's not too expensive. I'm curious to know how do, how do the sales of these uh, trinkets afford you travel all over the world? Well, these uh, these are a rare, one of a kind. They they emblazoned with whatever landmark you're on, you're underneath uh, purchasing for me. So like the, these glow noodles, they they say uh, Paris on them, and uh, you, you can't get that in Dayton, Ohio. I guess that's uh, yeah, fair enough. Okay, uh, all right, and and uh, so you're 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 using my podcast to reach out to I mean, essentially the whole world. Because uh, Amelie, I'm not if you're sure if you're aware of this, but this podcast it's it's global. It, it, people can listen to this even in France. So, uh, but so Trevor, you're using my platform to to reach out to people all over that's the world. Right. Uh, but you're but you only have a physical presence. I mean, can people reach you online? Is there a way to purchase your products online? Uh, yeah, you can go to uh, trevistreasures.blogspot.geocities.net slash index.html. 
Uh, and that will reroute you to a contact page that uh, has my phone number on it that you can call me on. Well, why not just give me the phone number? I feel like yeah, that's just like a, a, a roundabout way of just people just getting the number to call you. If you want, I can just take, I'll, I'll take your number and I'll, I'll, I'll share it with my listeners and then they can call you directly without that's the hassle. That's exactly what I told my business manager, Tony, that I don't need a website to host my phone number. I can just give my phone number out. And he said, no, I need you to give me twenty four ninety nine a month for my internet service to put your phone number online. And uh, so here I am stuck with some website. Oh, goodness. Well, you know what? We can just cut out the middleman. Why don't you go lay, lay that phone number on me? Okay. Wherever you are in the world, dial plus and then one and then hyphen on your phone. That'll get connect you to the international numbers. Then you got to look up the country code. Europe's usually 035 through 045. Uh, and then you can find me at... Uh, so that's the first part of the number. Then the last part is just six. So just find all the country codes and then six. Wait, so your your number is uh plus one dash either zero three five or zero four five six? Well like here's an example. Okay, here I got this book with the numbers in it. So if you're in New Zealand, right? It's plus one dash O twelve dash O fourteen dash six. And that's oh. how you find me. Well, listener, you've heard it here. If you want to get a hold of uh, Trevor's Treasures, which feature a, a, a glow noodle. No, wait, I got a question. If, if a customer orders your, uh, let's, let's say a glow noodle, from, and they're from New Zealand, is their glow noodle related to New Zealand, or is it going to be like a Parisian glow noodle? Like what, what, um, what will make it unique? You said you had some that were... Uh... I mean, if, I'm, if, they, if they're ordering from New Zealand, they're going to have to fly to the Eiffel Tower and purchase a Paris branded glow noodle from me if i'm in new zealand at the hobbit town or whatever then i'll get you a hobbit glow noodle it's it's where I, it's based on where i'm located wherever you're located at the time of their purchase they'll get something of that from that area yeah exactly, exactly. oh i see all right well i i imagine it'll be, it may be a while before people uh, uh get this episode and, and reach out to you so you may be in uh, dayton ohio so if someone orders something from you while you're in dayton ohio what kind of uh, dayton style of uh, merchandise could they get from you uh, I'll be outside the uh, O'Reilly uh, on 3rd and uh, Lamar. And, O'Reilly, uh, you... like the auto parts? Yeah, so you can get an O'Reilly branded uh, <laughs> glow noodle or a uh, little uh, plastic baseball cap. Oh, a plastic baseball cap with the O'Reilly's auto parts symbol on it. I mean, not technically. I draw it on there just for legal reasons. <laughs> oh, but... yes, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's priceless. Wow. Well, when you say priceless, you but you are charging a fee though. Like, how much would a plastic uh, baseball hat uh, or baseball helmet cost with the O'Reilly? Cost me or cost the customer? The customer, of course, the customer. Okay, I mean that's gonna run you twenty four ninety nine usually. All right, I guess a that's a that's I can only imagine that's a fair price. I've never paid for a helmet myself, so twenty four ninety nine for a a helmet, uh, and it'll probably be uh, emblazoned with the location of wherever you're located at the at that at that time. Sure, and I'll, I'll sign it too if you want it. I can address you oh. know, to Mikey from Trevor. Oh, that's fantastic. You could personalize it with an autograph. That's wonderful. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, Dr. Fix Me listeners, you've heard the, this amazing deal from Trevor tre- from Trevor's Treasures. Just uh, go ahead and avoid that website. Don't, don't go to trevortreasures.blogspot.geocities slash index or whatever. Just dial the phone number plus one dash zero three five or zero four five dash six. Thanks, Dr. Fix Me. Of course. No, thank you, Trevor's. Is it Trevor's or Trevor? It's Trevor's with a, with an S at the end. Okay, so it's always plural. 
Uh-huh. Okay. My brother's name is Trevor, and so to avoid confusion, we, we just do that. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, your brother is Trevor, and you are Trevor's. All right, well, thank you very much, Trevor's. And you know what? We're going to uh, we're, we're gonna be right back after this. And we're back on to Dr. Fix Me. Uh, just uh, want to touch base with our first guest. We had a lovely uh, sponsor by uh, Trevor's Treasures, but now I want to get touch base with uh, Blake. Blake, uh, you, you, you've been infatuated for Amelie for, for nigh these 10 years, and you finally come face-to-face, Zoom-wise, with Amelie, and, and she's still rejecting uh, all of your advances. Blake, how does this make you feel? Makes me feel really bad. Kind of wondering oh, if I could... Yeah, I'm kind of wondering if I should buy her a Trevor's treasure. Maybe that would win her over at this point. You you think just uh, buying uh, Amelie a gift would would make all the yeah. difference? Women love trinkets. Come on, Doctor, fix me. I don't even think you're really married. Well, no, well, that's okay. Well, I one I am, and I don't need to justify that to you, uh, Blake. And I I feel Are a little offended by that. Are you going through divorce? No, I'm not. No, Blake, please. You you, you suggested uh, purchasing a gift for Amelie, but Amelie, you've you've heard Blake's plan to purchase you a gift. How how would a gift make you feel? Would that make a difference at all? Uh, no. Uh, so that's we have uh, in Paris. We actually have Trevor's treasures. Uh, is oh, you do? Um, yeah, we we have the the glow noodle. Oh, the glow noodle. Oh, I see. Yes. It, uh, are you familiar? It's a very Parisian thing. I wouldn't the think Americans yeah, well, uh, would know. But well, I, I described it in in the in the sponsor spot that yes, it's like a glow stick, but it's flexible, and you have to like crack it for the liquids to you know. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. a bit of chemistry. You, you, just, you do you, not have to show off. It's okay. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how that's showing up, but either way. So, Amelie, it sounds like uh, uh, Blake's tactics are, are, are useless uh, against you. Is there? I mean, Amelie, I guess I'll ask you this. Is there any situation, any scenario in which you would find yourself desiring Blake's affection? Uh, if uh, 10 years ago he had not eaten my face upon uh, one second of meeting, uh, perhaps... Uh, we could be friends, but uh, because of that, I feel very strongly uh, that uh, nothing romantic will uh, happen between us. Also, he breathes with his mouth very open, as I have said, and that is uh, just a little off-putting. Yeah, I, I agree with you there, Amelie. And, uh, uh, Blake, uh, I, I, please, I, I want you to take note of what Amelie has said here. I feel like you... I feel like you you blew your your shot in the very moment you met Amelie. You ruined it for the rest of uh, of, of all your attempts. You know what I mean? Like the first your your first uh, mistake. You you've, I feel like you've only made matters worth with you've only made matters worse with each attempt to to rekindle this affection for Amelie to get her to like you. Like the harder you try, the the further she pulls away from you. I, I, don't you see this, Blake? No. When I was in Paris, and I followed her to that play. And I watched her watch the play, and I cried when she cried, and I laughed when she laughed, and I farted when she farted, you know? Like, we're just the same. We belong. We're soulmates. Amelie, you, you, you're hearing like, this. Yes, I heard that. And I did not like when you farted when I farted. It was a very <laughs> embarrassing moment for we, me. Amelie, you were aware of this? Uh, we. Oui. I let a little one sleep out. I thought no one would hear, but uh, alas, the music got soft right at that moment, and it happened. But then, 
it was followed up by his fart and it just made me feel way more embarrassed. It's the whole oh, thing. I don't want to go into it. I'm just supporting you. Oh my goodness. You know, Blake, Don't fix me. My girl is right. You are a show off. You're, well, like, you... I, you're like, I have a wife. Ooh. No, I... When you asked you asked if I was married. I was only confirming your your, your question show there. Off. I'm not showing off. You know what, uh, Blake? I I, I want to help you. I really do. I want to end this episode in a, in a way that it, that benefits you ultimately, Blake. I, I but I feel like you're you're in your own way. That every attempt you make to 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 win over Amelie is only uh it's it's counterintuitive. Everything you you think is right is wrong. I, I'm so sorry, Blake. But you're you've got everything backwards. But yeah, I want you to know, Blake, that. All hope isn't lost. We still have hope because I want you to know that there's been someone who's been listening to our conversation since the be- very beginning. Someone who hopefully can help you better than I can. Uh, and, and and this, I, I want you to know, is an expert in a very particular field. And the reason they're, uh, they're on the show is because hopefully they can help you better than I can. So without any further ado, I'd like to welcome uh, this episode's expert. Looks like we have Jack. Welcome, Jack, to Dr. Fix Me. Hey, how's it going? Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter. How's it going? Oh, Jack! Oh, Mr. Dorsey, you you run Twitter. You're the the, the guy with the, the 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 facial hair and the and the piercing. Oh, I see that. And oh, w- welcome right. to uh, Doctor Fix Me. Wow. Hi, nice to meet you. Yes, yes. well, happy to be on the show. Big you fan. Know, you are. Oh, wow! I'm flattered. I got I got to take a moment here. I'm a little starstruck because uh, usually uh, I ask the expert what makes them such an expert to the what what merits their advice. But everyone knows who you are, Jack Dorsey. You you wow. You're. I mean. You invented Twitter. You 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 run it. It's it's you know wow. Okay, well, Jack, thank you for being on the show. Uh, do you? I, I take it you you recognize Blake as one of your employees. I do. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I recognize Blake. Um, that's you know a big part of why I came on the uh, show today. One of my employees is out here representing Twitter, and I want to make sure that I uh, just you know make sure to represent Twitter in the way that you know we want to be represented. Um, so one of the things I just want to clarify right away is that we will no longer be allowed allowing our employees to take vacation time anywhere. That is, um, they will not be leaving to go fall in love with other people. Their their priorities really should be on coding. Uh, if any of my uh, current coders are listening, I would like to just go ahead and give them a quick message. Um, bracket backslash command uh, colon uh, get back to coding. Close the bracket. Wow, the direct from the the source okay. himself. Sure. So it, it sounds like you you've come on to the show to admonish Blake for for using uh, his uh, I guess free time to pursue his love interest. Is, it's is this... just a waste of time. These coders need to get back to coding, and that's what they need to do. Okay, they need to be spending their days, their nights, and their weekends coding as hard as possible. But that's not the only reason I'm here, Doctor Fix Me. I do also oh. want to announce uh, that Twitter has recently acquired a new uh, brand of coding um, called Snick. That's right, Snick, which we've uh, learned that was uh, created with our machines um, within our, um, you know, within our system of computers, uh, we actually own SNCC. Um, and so we're excited to announce that we're going to be developing that um, without the help of Blake, just uh, with our uh, team of crack code supply or, um, you know, crack coders, you know. Well, I, I understand that Blake invented uh, SNCC, uh, spelled with an E. Uh, that uh... Invented on our machines, though. So Twitter invented SNCC. Oh, I see. So by using your machines, by using your your uh, uh, I guess facilities, your platform, that uh, any code, uh, be it new or otherwise, it's it's a property of Twitter. That's right. Wow. We're also going to be renaming it. 
You're renaming it to what? Cucumber. Cucumber? Is there a, a reason for that? Or is there a, uh, I guess a... Uh... We just felt like cucumber is what, uh, you know, our audience was reacting to the most. It, uh, you know, it pulled through the roof. Okay. Uh, the focus groups love it. <laughs> now, uh, Blake mentioned Snake there, that it was his own creation, his own coding. But I, I don't understand, like, what the purpose of this code is for. Uh, Jack, can you illuminate? What is what is uh, Snake now cucumber? What's the purpose of the coding? What will okay, it do? Okay, the to... code moves fast. The code makes tweets go faster, okay? Oh. You are not getting to see what your friends are writing down in their 80 characters or less or whatever it is. I don't know. I don't look too deep into the system, okay? Spend a lot of time on the old yacht. Um, but... <laughs> This thing, from what I've been told from my other coders, uh, this thing gets those tweets out faster, okay? In your face quicker. The second your friend starts tweeting, starts typing their tweet, you're getting a notification that they're typing a tweet. That's right, a notification sent to you by email, text, and iPhone notification. Wow. This, so uh, a cucumber ostensibly increases the speed of a tweet. That's absolutely correct. That's um, impressive. And, and uh, 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 don't you feel any remorse at all for, for removing this the, the, the veritable baby from, from Blake? Blake created this code. Why would you take it away from Blake? I mean, surely if anyone knows the code, uh, it's Blake, right? You're asking if I have any remorse. I, well, yeah. I, I don't have feelings. No. Oh. I own the biggest company in the world. I don't give a shit. Oh, okay. You know what? F- Make fair more enough. money. Fair enough. I just, I was just curious to know your the 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 reason behind removing Blake from it was this, uh, this money. Almost sounds- it almost sounds puny. What, what do you mean, money? You're going to make more money without Blake? He's the one yeah, who invented absolutely. the Absolutely. We're going to take this brilliant idea to get tweets out there faster. We're going to just, we're going to completely, we're going to take over. We're going to use it. We're not going to pay her at all. We're going to, we're not going to pay him at all. We're not going to do, we're not going to, we're not going to take care of any of our employees. We're going to take the money. Wow. That's how a business works, okay? Dr. Fix me, I'm a big fan, but I'm starting to lose a lot of my patience with you here, okay? Oh, you don't sorry, you know I, how business works? Are you a I, business boy? Well, I, I, I are you a business boy? Answer the question. <laughs> I'd like to think that I'm a businessman. You do not I, have to show off, Doctor Fixie. Please do not show off. It's, I'm not uh, showing off. I don't see how this is showing off. He asked me a question. I'm confirming it. I'm a businessman. I, I don't know why you would say mm, business boy. No one says that's business. That's not what I said. Jack, Mr. Dorsey, please. I, I, I feel like uh, uh, we're, we're getting off track here. And, and, and uh, uh, do you have any? Uh, uh, your advice was clearly a. Uh, Punitive. You, you're trying to punish Blake for pursuing his love interest, uh, as vain as it was and as uh, f- um, futile as it was. It sounds like you're 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 here to punish Blake to tell him to get back to work, and then you're removing the work, ostensibly the the coding he was working on. You're removing it. What do you expect of Blake now? Well, that's what our coders do. They're going to work really hard, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, developing newer, faster, better code. Then we're going to exploit that for our wealth. I see. Wow. Uh, well, okay. Well, I, I appreciate you uh, laying it out on the table. You, uh, you have, uh, you, you've been very direct with me. And I appreciate that. A lot any... of my coders are big fans of your show. A lot of them listen to your show while they code. And so I just, I do want to get right back out there and just say one more time, um, begin bracket backslash command colon, get the hell back to coding End colon, um, Let's do like a subcolon here, and then I'm <laughs> a subcolon. Yeah, and then I'm gonna say no breaks, and then backslash uh, end bracket. 
Wow. Uh, so it, basically, you're using my show as a platform to command your workers to get back to work. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, how, how would you feel? I guess I'm gonna get off a little sidetracked here, but how would you feel about your list or your um, workers listening to my show while they work? Is that okay? Or mm, yeah, I don't have a problem with it. As you know, I'm a big fan of yours, and I like your show. Oh, and, fantastic! Um, you got a lot of crazy, kooky characters on there, and I love it. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. Dorsey. Well, uh, you've, so you, you, do you have any more advice for Blake other than get back to work and, and, and stop pursuing the love? Mm, nope. I, I, just, I just need him to get back to work. And that's uh, if he could just code and uh, kind of forget about any kind of relationships outside of work. He, he, Blake, you're not really going to have any time. Uh, to, to you know, to be experimenting or playing around or kissing or or touching or little fingers tickling or you know, I don't think you have to get any, any more detail. No more detail, please, Mister Dorsey. You're gonna be so busy coding when you're with Twitter, and we're gonna take care of you. Okay, we got a kitchen. You know, we'll give you a fifteen. A kitchen. Minute... Blake works from home in Billings, Montana. I don't know how a kitchen, a Twitter kitchen, is gonna help. Blake. Anytime Blake visits the Twitter headquarters, he's welcome to use the kitchen, okay? Oh, I see, I see. <laughs> now, uh, uh, Blake, how do you feel about all this advice? I feel like th- this is a, uh, as unfair you, as you have been to yourself and to Amelie. I feel like Jack has been uh, even more unfair to you. Mr. Dorsey, I just want to say thank you so much. I quit. Oh. I'm going to pursue trying to court Amelie oh, please don't. time no no please, please you're quitting your job for oh, love no. for, absolutely for a clearly unrequited love yeah but Blake Amelie has done everything she can to to spur your advances to or to spurn them I forget what the word is but she's 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 denying you Amelie is saying no don't you understand no means no Blake no oh goodness <laughs> Which means oh boy. yes oh <laughs> Oh boy! Oh boy! No. I, 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 Amelie, Maybe I, I means no. I don't know. I, I feel like I need to apologize to Amelie. I feel like uh, I, I've only served to to uh, make matters worse for you, Amelie. I, I hope you can forgive me again. I will try very, very hard to forgive you. Also, I am going to have to change my address oh, no. and probably move to a new country, one that will not be disclosed, I'll and find I will you there. likely not. I'll find oh. you anywhere you go. Oh my goodness! I I I I, I hope you're trying to recite uh, lyrics from the police. I uh, yeah. I hope that's what you're trying to do, and not actually. Uh, yeah, sorry, I accidentally started saying the code that I'm doing. The code. Yeah, I'm coding a police song. You don't oh. get it. You just oh. don't get it. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get how you could code a police song. Uh, well, goodness gracious, Blake! I was trying to—I wanted you on the show so, or so that I could fix you, but I feel like you're—you're you're blind. You're—you're you're going in head first. You're—you're—you're—you're only gonna—you're gonna hurt yourself, Blake. Yeah, I feel like you've—you've you've just lost your job. You—you you quit your job to pursue a love that won't love you in return. They—they've made every um. They've they've made their intentions clear. I don't know how clear it could be to you, uh, Blake, but you're clearly not taking no for an answer. Uh, and I, I don't know who to say they've got, they've been fixed. We're we're at the end of the show, and at the end of the show, I, I'm supposed to say someone's fixed, but I, I'm uh, I'm flustered. I don't know who's been fixed. Uh, Amelie, I've made matters worse for you. Uh, Blake, you're, you're you're obstinate. You're not listening at all to to reason to me or to Amelie, the object of your love. You think if you love someone, you'd listen to him. 
You don't have to show. You don't have to show off your frustration, Doctor Fix Me. I'm not bragging. I'm not showing off my frustration. I'm just showing yeah, frustration. You are bragging. You are showing off just a little bit. Little no. bit. Oh, goodness gracious. You know what? I I feel like the the only person who's come out on the end here is, is Jack Dorsey. You you've you've walking away with one less employee, uh, which is one less person to 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 pay, and you've got their code. Uh, uh, from it as well. So, so you know what, uh, Jack Dorsey, congratulations. Oh, I am I. I'm the one who's been fixed in this. That's episode. right. That's nice. Jack That's Dorsey, nice. Uh, CEO of Twitter. You have been fixed. Wow. This has been Doctor Fix Me. Today's episode is performed by Danielle Seawright, Lauren Levine, Austin Guttery, and Joshua Zuar. Dr. Fix Me theme song written and performed by Allison Miller. Enjoy the show? Let us know at drfixmeshow at gmail.com. You can also follow Dr. Fix Me on Instagram at drfixme and on Facebook at drfixmeshow. And while you're at it, rate and review Dr. Fix Me on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your audio entertainment. Editing, production, direction, and Dr. Fix Me, performed by yours truly, Michael Kim Lewis. Thank you for listening. You smell so good, you smell like baguettes. Kiss me, kiss me right now!